Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Nerd Factory Reboot. Of course, this is the anime talk. We're going to talk all about animes. And I'm sorry that it's taking this long to um, come out. It was supposed to come out on Monday. Unfortunately, uh, due to a family member having COVID, well, you know, things really didn't go that well. So um, you have to forgive me that it took, it took me some time, but... Now I'm here and we are ready to go, so cue the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to um, the podcast. Uh, like I said, I'm sorry that it took me some time to um, make the episode. Like I said, there were some problems. So um, let's get into it. So we had My Hero Academia, newest chapter released. And wow, it was really, really something. Well, technically, if I were to spoil it minimally... It's basically that, you know, people are mad that Deku is there and they're not having it. They're very mad and Uraraka suddenly rises up to challenge and goes on to tell them that, hey, you have no right to be mad at this guy. He's trying to save all of you guys and look at him. Look at how he was, how he used to be because he wanted to save you guys and look at him now. And, well, the manga shows, you know, the hands and feet of Deku and she's right somebody actually posted a very nice comparison and when i saw it I, it was you know very convincing that yeah before that when he started out to go as a vigilante he looked rather normal tired but normal through the end of that particular run he really changed into a dark version of himself so she's talking about Deku, she's protecting Deku, she's making sure that everybody knows that, hey, he's doing his best. You have no right to be mad at him. And it was really something to see Uraka just, you know, um, take care of Deku like that. I gotta say, I, I think that she's super amazing. She's an awesome character. She's one of the best characters right now at and this in this manga. Next thing you know, the next thing that happens that really was something cool. Actually, you know, before that, uh, the thing that happened is when uh, Nezu, Principal Nezu, starts to talk about the defenses that this school has. And when I looked at it, I was like, whoa, <laughs> dude, really? <laughs> I mean, the amount of defenses that have been put in are pretty weird. But let's not forget that this is Nezu. He's very smart. And I don't know, but the things that he said, the things that he chose to talk about, and, you know, the things that he showed was just simply out of this world. I gotta say, I, I'm with Kaminara in this one, when he, he when he was super surprised and he said, whoa, this is like an anime and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it, it was like an anime. Like, what was Nezu even thinking? How did he come to this conclusion? I don't know, but... It was so cool 
if you if you read the manga, you're gonna see it and you're gonna be surprised as to whoa, what the hell is this? <laughs> but so far, yeah, we've had um, basically Nezu talk about the def- defenses that UA has in place, which is rather amazing. And you know, I gotta say it's gonna be very tough for Shigaraki or anybody else to try and come there, but. It can still happen, but we don't know if they want to attack UA head-on or not, because I don't think we know much about the villains right now. We don't know what's happening to them, but my theory, there is a theory that I have, uh, is that All for One has taken over Shikaraki uh, partially, not completely at this point, and that he's controlling him, that's why that we're not seeing much of them, because he's controlling everything, he... Um, wants to observe everyone, he knows that Shigaraki can be a little bit um, childish and he can run and do whatever he wants, so he's controlling him so that he knows what he wants to do and get him ready so that he can take over. I'm still on that theory. As for what can happen next chapter, honestly I have no clue because it depends on the pacing. I mean, this whole chapter uh, was half about the past and everything that happened and how Nezu made UA so powerful and the other half was about you know the heroes the friends and of course Uraka defending Deku so my idea is that probably Deku gets to stay he maybe not maybe actually he will definitely go and see his mom they will hug they will be very happy probably crying and drowning everyone in their tears and maybe then he goes back and, you know, maybe Oraka kisses on the cheek. Maybe? Peck on the cheek? Not sure. But something tells me that we're not going to see Oraka just come out and say that, you know, she loves him just yet. And it's taking so long. What the hell? <laughs> it should be faster than this. So maybe that happens. Um, a little pick. And it would be really cool to see that. Um... I mean, you'll just see him pick and say that, hey, we'll come back. Come on. It can work out, right? On the other hand, the other thing that we may get is that maybe we see everyone just, you know, maybe see a new, you know, side of Bakugo. Instead of calling him nerd, maybe he calls him something new. Maybe he calls him Deku. That'd be so cool if he does that. And, um, you know, so far everything was really cool and I can't wait for the next chapter to drop but you know that's it also we didn't have any episode uh, for the dub but we had sub and yeah my villain academia bitches finally here and what the hell (laughs) you know I know that bones is probably constrained they had to do um, a movie besides the anime, but, well, I'm not gonna be toxic like the fans, so-called fans on Twitter who are really mad, I'm just gonna say this, well, I'm not going on a rant say, and say why is the animation quality sometimes low or whatever, I mean, come on, they have lots to make, so it's not really fair, but I have one, um, issue and that is why are stuff getting cut and when are we gonna see it back you know this is the problem 
there are many scenes that I would have loved to see attached to this particular episode. One of them was, you know, Spinner. If we see Spinner narrate something, why couldn't we see the cult thing that really had an effect on Spinner and actually made me feel sympathy for this guy? Why didn't we see any of that? And I can say, I mean, um, they could they could bring it back. But the point is, we don't know when and how. And yes, the animation quality perhaps at sometimes wasn't really great. But I don't know. I mean, uh, what do I even say? We are excited. But... I don't think that they're going to add anything to the Blu-ray version. Maybe, you know, again, revisions with animation, making sure that it looks really good. But other than that, I don't think that there's anything that's going to be added later. So, Bones, add it, please. I mean, I don't know the speed that they're going to go with. And to be honest, I mean, reading through the manga again, it seems really hard to adapt it into six episodes. Now we have actually five left. Because there should be at least one full episode for Shigaraki versus Redestro. At least. And Shigaraki's backstory could take half an episode. It really can. So the thing is, like, what do they even do? I mean, are they going to cut stuff? Are they going to rush through stuff? And something tells me, yeah. Remember season four when we didn't have um, the fight between one million, sorry, Lemillion and Overhaul? Maybe that happens, but I don't want that to happen. I mean, if they do that with any of the heroes, that sorry, heroes, with any of the villains, that would suck. Because I would love to see everyone get their um, moment, like. Everyone does. I mean, Toga, when she gets her moment and is so cool, I want to see that animated completely. When Jean gets his moment and does what he does, I'm not going to spoil for those who don't know, I want to see that. Dobby, even, when he's fighting, everyone gets a great moment. I just hope that, you know, even if they cut stuff, it's not something super essential to the characters. And... That they simply, you know, respect the source material more than enough to just, you know, have it there. And, um, you know, just, just do your best on the animation bones. I mean, I'm not going to be um, that guy who's going to be really mad. Like, why, why did this happen? Why did that not happen? But, you know, do your best. Do your best. I don't know. So, anyways... That's also for the anime. Unfortunately, we didn't have any dub version. And that sucked because I wanted to see Aizawa and see their performances. So, yeah, sorry. Unfortunately, we didn't get any of that. But <laughs> it was a good thing. So then we now have we now have the new chapter of Dragon Ball Super. So what the hell happened? Did Vegeta actually lose? Technically, no. Technically, what happened was that basically they fought and Vegeta had the upper hand for so long. 
until Granola actually loses it, and he's like, no, I'm gonna defeat this guy, he's crazy, he's talking stupid when he says that, you know, um, Frieza destroyed the Saiyans and stuff like that. He, he doesn't believe Vegeta that much. I mean, maybe he believes him, but at this point he doesn't really care what Vegeta says. So then, they're having a really tough fight to the point that, you know, Granola um, shows his red eye to Vegeta, and Vegeta's like, oh, you have a red eye, nice. And then they fight, and then he starts to beat the crap out of Vegeta, and Vegeta is really confused as to what the hell is happening, and Vegeta before that said that, yeah, you brought the power out in me because of our fight, and then, you know, Granola slowly becomes even stronger, and his other eye also turns red and says that, yeah, you're also doing the same to me, and things are getting interesting, but technically, Vegeta didn't lose yet, he hasn't been beaten completely, but he might, because at some point, Vegeta says that, you know, uh, he's really uh, tired, that he doesn't have the power to keep on going. Maybe, you know, this form of his just takes a lot out of him, just like Ultra Instinct takes a lot out of Goku. Coincidentally, he also said that everyone should call his power Ultra Ego. Yeah. Yeah. That's the name. Sucks, right? I mean... It fits Vegeta because, you know, he's a guy that is purely ego. And it makes sense for him. But seriously, ultra ego, ultra instinct, ultra ego? Really? But yeah, that's what he calls it himself and, you know, everything's cool. And Oh, by the way, at one point, Vegeta gets so mad, he's creating a huge ball of energy to destroy the planet. It reminds me so much of everything that Frieza always does. To, you know, try and do it and it fails. Or, technically, any villain has done that in Dragon Ball at some point. They got really mad and they were like, okay, I'm destroying this planet. <laughs> I mean, we've seen it the other way around, though. We've seen Goku use the Spirit Ball, Spirit Bomb, to actually stop some villains. One of them was actually Kid Buu. To this day, I don't understand why Kid Buu tried to stop the Spirit Bomb. He could have just, you know, dodged and be like, Yeah, you destroyed you, this Kai planet, so screw you, I'm going, bye. <laughs> but I never understood why they do, don't do that. It's like, you know, something about ego. So Granola destroys that thing, and Vegeta is really shocked. He's like, what the hell is going on? But it seems to me that Granola is getting a huge power-up. And I think that Granola is not going to be the villain for much longer. I'm not going to say that there's going to be another villain coming out of nowhere, no. But I'm going to think and say that maybe, um, you know, they fight and maybe it's in a stalemate uh, or Vegeta almost loses. Goku comes in to help Vegeta, so they both fight together. They fight Granola together and... Maybe at some point, you know, Granola also starts to become really, really tired and they have no choice but to understand that, yeah, Granola, we are not your enemies. Please, stop this thing. It makes more sense to me that way. If they do that, it's going to be, um, you know, much more realistic. So that, that ha but the, the thing is, like, what would happen story-wise? Why, why would they stop? Why would he stop? And, you know... I think that maybe um, Granola comes to his senses because right now he's getting so angry that he doesn't care about anybody else. Maybe he comes to his senses, maybe 
he sees um, somebody getting killed and he starts to come back and maybe they understand that hey granola you are being manipulated as are goku and vegeta so then they work together and stop it and then granola says okay i'm gonna stay here protect my planet i'm not gonna bother you guys same old same old nothing too exciting but speaking of anime and mangas did you guys know ah maybe you didn't know but cowboy bebop do i say that correctly cowboy bebop Cowboy Bebop showed the first pictures for its Netflix series. Um, I have no idea what this thing is about. I have never actually watched the uh, anime or read any manga about it, so I don't really know what it's about. But comparing it to the anime pictures... I'm like, well, seems like the Netflix is trying, but we won't know for sure. So there are a couple of differences that I noticed is that apparently one of the characters is called Black something, but it's not really, he's not really black, he's Asian apparently, but in the <laughs> Netflix he's black. And there's another character who has a different design and different ethnicity maybe? I mean, I'm not sure. I, I haven't really watched the anime, so I can't just say. But one of the biggest differences that people seem to be pointing out, aside from this you know, character, is that technically they smoke a lot in this anime. A lot, a lot. And it's weird that apparently they don't show that. So people are really confused as to, okay, why don't you show that? But you know, the thing is that when it comes to smoking many 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 places regardless of being um, streaming or network they don't really like to show smoking because it's bad and they get penalized for it I don't know if that applies to Netflix as well but I'm pretty sure that Netflix doesn't want to promote smoking but the thing is many people know that, that you know the way the hand is shown it looks very much like um, someone who smokes like people are saying that well when you look at it you know the way he's holding his fingers and his hands you know it looks like he's smoking but I don't know honestly I don't know so I'm not sure how bad or how good um, this adaptation will be will I be watching it probably not because let's face it Hollywood doesn't know how to make good anime uh, movie or series and currently I'm very sad that we are having um, you know uh, an adaptation of um, My Hero Academia for Hollywood because I keep thinking like what's the point it's very difficult to make it happen first off here's the biggest problem with adapting anime to movies in most animes, most characters don't even look Japanese. They mostly look like, you know, normal people or Western people, however you want to call them, Caucasian. I don't care. They don't look Japanese, unfortunately. Some of them have those eyes and, you know, the characteristic, you can see it and you're like, yeah, they look Japanese here. But the thing is that most of the time you don't even know. For example, take a look at Deku. How does this guy look Japanese? Take a look at Bakugo, Uraka, Sui, everyone. How do they look Japanese? 
They don't. And the thing is, or a much better example would be Attack on Titan. But the problem is that if a movie were to be made, you can't please everyone. In fact, you cannot please anyone. Why? Well, a very good example would be both My Hero Academia and, of course, Attack on Titan. First off, Attack on Titan, the characters are not um, supposed to be Japanese, not all of them. In fact, I think very few of them are Japanese, or at least of Asian descent. For example, Mikasa, we know that she's a mixed-race child, so she has that Asian look to her. But everybody else, they're not Asian. Eren? Definitely not Asian. I mean, look at his skin, look at his eyes. Armin? Armin, for freak's sake, Armin. My cousin is named Armin. He's Persian, by the way. I don't know if Armin is supposed to be Persian, but I think that he's maybe of German descent. It makes sense. The name can be used in German as well. They have We had a close relationship at one point. And he's blonde. So German, probably. Then we have, of course, um, you know, the armored titan. What was his name? Uh, you know, he's also probably German. Maybe not. Who knows? But the thing is that nobody in that series was supposed to be uh, you know, n- not all of them were supposed to be Japanese. Not all of them. So, when it comes to casting, you're probably going to go with, um, you know, making sure that they represent the character. So, if it were me, I would definitely choose based on ethnicity of these characters. I would talk to the mangaka and would ask him. But I know that when I do that, people are going to go, oh, that's whitewashing. How is it whitewashing? This is the real ethnicity of the character. Why would I whitewash? And if I don't, if I bring everyone to be Asian, just like the you know, Japanese movie they made, then God forbid they're going to be like, no, this is Asian washing. What? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people will say that. I've seen people say that. Then we come to something like My Hero Academia, which, again, nobody looks to be Japanese except for a few characters. And I don't know if they're actually Japanese or not. Maybe they're not. Maybe they live in Japan. But seriously, how can they please anyone? The thing is that even right now, if I go... I I thought about this a lot. I thought, how can somebody adapt Dragon Ball into an actual TV series with a high budget? Turns out, it's really, really difficult. Why? Well, first off, who you're going to cast for Goku and Vegeta? You're going to cast somebody young who, during this time, can actually remain young uh, before you have to resort to VFX. And the thing is that you have to basically fast-track every single episode and season because they're going to get old. And you can't use them anymore. And your series is going to die at one point because they're old. They can't do everything anymore. And then I thought that, okay, if it were me, I would not bring anyone Japanese or Asian as the Saiyans because they're not Japanese. They're aliens. They can be any race. They just have to look the part. That's my prerogative. My, <laughs> sorry, that's my prerogative. And when it comes to the other characters, Chi-Chi, obviously, I think she's Chinese, right? I hope I'm right. Bulma doesn't look Japanese at all. Krillin, Chinese, definitely, we can go with that. And, you know, some characters are fine, but other characters, you cannot put Asian in them. And it's going to be really weird. 
But when it comes to, you know, for example, Gohan or something like that, Gohan, obviously easy. You just got to choose someone who is, you know, half Asian. So that, you know, at least you're realistic. But when it comes to Goten, I'm like, hell do I do with that guy? He's supposed to be the spitting image of his dad. How do you even do that? So you see, it's very difficult. And then think about the visual effects and everything. How do you make it look good? In anime, it looks good because it's much easier to create that feeling. But when it comes to live action, holy crap, it's going to be difficult. Like, seriously difficult. I, I don't know. Whoever probably um, is going to do that at one point. Good luck. Because, you know, you're going to have the most difficult job of all time. So, I don't know how people are going to do this, but, uh, you know, it's going to be super, super difficult for anyone to do it. I don't know how Hollywood does that. So, I have no clue how they have the confidence to come out and say that, yeah, we are making a new anime live-action movie. Especially after Death Note, especially after Dragon Ball Evolution... I'm hoping that Cowboy Bebop is at least good so that when they make another one, people are going to be happy. They're going to be like, wow, we have faith. But I know that no matter how hard they, they try, it's going to be very difficult. If you screw up Death Note, which is probably the easiest anime you can adapt, then trust me, you're going to screw up something like My Hero Academia, which every single second should have visual effects. Every second of it. How are you doing that? This is going to be a very difficult movie to adapt. And I really dread the day they announce the cast, show the poster, and especially the trailer. I'm going to cry of sadness if they do that. So, yeah, Hollywood, don't try. It's very difficult to do. I tried in my head. I have been thinking about it for a long time. I planned it out, and to be honest, it seems super difficult. It's not an easy job. The planning stages, it takes a long time, and I really try to make it work. But to be honest, it doesn't really work that well. Unless you have infinite budget, then yeah, maybe. But I know that Hollywood doesn't want to spend that much. So that's for that. Um, also, Jujutsu Kaisen. Holy crap, this manga is just so awesome. I mean, I'm just surprised at how amazing this manga is. And I love it. I don't care what people say. But there's a little problem. And the problem is that, you know, as uh, as a guy who's reading it very quickly, because there are many, many chapters available, I would feel really sad for people who... Um, don't really have that luxury because they're reading it weekly. And I see some people getting mad and saying that, okay, screw it, I'm going to come back in a few weeks and read it again. Because, you know, you lose track of what the hell is happening. And, you know, because it just feels weird that suddenly it's cut off. But people really really like it people are really excited about everything that's happening and i'm not going to spoil anything here but to be honest 
it is so cool so cool i gotta say if you if you are um i don't know a fan of good mangas new mangas unique mangas who actually take them you know establish status quo and you know just throw it away or just basically you know change things as they like change the mold give this a read give this a definite read it's just so good so good and they're playing with their own rules and i love it and i really 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 love it so yeah definitely go read it you're gonna you're not gonna regret it at all so yeah i'm not actually not gonna spoil anything here because you know it's just too cool to be spoiled in one episode and like i said yes there is a special episode coming i have recorded it everything is ready even the um uh, the cover for the episode is ready everything is ready to go but the thing is i don't know when to publish it i mean it's kind of weird because the thing is that if this episode came out on Monday, then it would have made a lot of sense to release this special episode on Wednesday, which was today. Unfortunately, because of what happened, I can't. So maybe I'll do it on Saturday or Sunday. So keep an eye out. I'll probably tell you guys on Twitter um, how, we, how I'm going to do that. But maybe Saturday? It makes sort of sense not sure <laughs> anyways uh thank you guys for joining me i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i hope that it was good that you guys learned something and it was um hopefully it was fun fun listening to a guy talk about anime and manga for such a long time and <laughs> uh, you know i'm i'm super excited for whatever's gonna happen in the new chapter of my hero academia i mean when i look at it in the past there was there was so much you could talk about there was so much you could think and talk but you know nowadays it's just you know it's so fast-paced and the events aren't really that huge to keep on talking maybe if you put them together like few chapters put together then yeah you can probably talk about them for a long time so that's the thing um before uh, if this if this um uh, chapter gets i don't know um delayed or something i'm gonna probably going to you know talk about um the uh you know the whole review of these few chapters of how um how they did it so far and you know was it good was it bad all of that just a small review and hopefully it'll be fun so thank you guys for joining i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and again like always please don't forget to like subscribe follow share do whatever you can and uh, help me grow thank you guys and i'll see you guys next time um very soon actually friday i'm gonna see you guys friday um and we're gonna talk a lot a lot about gaming we have so much to talk about and tonight also is um it's actually gamescom gamescom opening night and do tune in because there's going to be a lot apparently at this event so 
definitely tune in and we're going to talk a lot about it um, Friday. So thank you guys for joining and I'll see you guys soon. Bye.